Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 327. This is Daniel Miesler. Starting off with security news, Finland and Sweden are set to join NATO as quickly as this summer, despite severe warnings from Russia. An official from Finland said, quote, Russia is not the neighbor we thought it was, end quote. The U.S. says it was North Korea's Lazarus Group that hacked Axie Infinity for $625 million. Lazarus is the group known for hacking Sony Pictures back in 2014. Senior European Commission officials were targeted with Israeli-made NSO spyware last year, according to EU officials that provided documentation to Reuters. They learned about being targeted after receiving a notification from Apple last year, and the development will likely add significantly more pressure on NSO Group and Israel to rein in the distribution of this backdoor software. A live walkthrough of the Axonius platform. We invite you to join us for a 20-minute walkthrough of the Axonia Cybersecurity Asset Management and SaaS Management Solutions, hosted on a monthly basis. This live tour of the platform will explore different use cases and have questions about Axonius answered live and on the air. Axonius allows organizations to understand your assets, discover coverage gaps and risks, and enforce security policies. Don't just find problems, but fix them as they are identified. And you can save yourself a spot for a walkthrough within the newsletter. A new study found that popular remote conferencing apps don't stop sending your audio data to the server when you hit mute. In other words, mute might not mean mute the way you imagine it does. This might be disturbing to some, but there's a new feature that many apps have that detects if you're trying to speak on mute, which requires that they receive your audio to know this. So I think the study is a bit overblown and that it's best practice to assume that anyone can hear you if there's a microphone around. And at the very least, if you have the meaning software open. The U.S. says Russia's Black Sea flagship, the Moskva, was hit by missiles before sinking. This corroborates the Ukrainian narrative that they were the ones to sink it. And Russia says that there was an accidental fire on the ship, which, of course, nobody believes. Google Chrome has a vulnerability that's being detected in the wild, and you should update Chrome. Cisco Wireless Land Controller has a critical flaw. Citrix has flaws in multiple products up to high severity. And Juniper Networks has a number of vulnerabilities that can lead to control of affected systems. And Obsidian Security raised $90 million to detect and fix SaaS security risks. Technology news. Elon Musk tried to buy Twitter for $43 billion and was rejected. And then he joined and left the board within a span of a couple hours, it seems like, and sent a slew of tweets about the situation. He claims he's doing it to protect free speech, but it's not exactly clear how that would work, even if he could buy the company. And I have more to say on that a little bit later. It's now possible to use Lambda functions without an application load balancer. The new AWS feature is called Lambda Function URLs, and they allow you to hit Lambda functions directly over HTTPS. Yan Kui from Lumingo has a great write-up on it. Pokemon Go's Niantic is making a new AR game called Peridot. 
It's a world full of beautiful creatures, similar to Pokemon, but the creatures are their own IP instead of belonging to a massive pre-existing brand. Similar to the previous game, gameplay revolves around caring for and breeding creatures. Basically, taking care of adorable things. Zuckerberg wants to launch their AR glasses and have a, quote, iPhone moment, but they're not looking to have them ready until 2024, which is basically 11 years from now in tech time. It's looking like Ethereum's switch to proof of stake will come this fall instead of this summer. They're trying to hash out the last little bit of proof of work features that they still have to do. So hopefully it will come in the fall, although it has been postponed multiple times. Can't wait to see what this does for Ethereum. Robinhood added multiple new coins to its list of crypto options, including Shiba, Sol, and Medic. Observe AI has raised $125 million to bring AI to, quote, contact centers, which I presume is a euphemism for customer service centers, which is a term that's associated clearly with human jobs. This company does clearly place itself as an AI supplementation company rather than replacement because it's monitoring software as opposed to automated agent software. But I don't know many companies that come out and say they're looking to replace human workers. And in other news, but also related, my partner got her nails done by a robot on Friday, which I thought was really, really interesting. And it's got to be frightening to a whole lot of people in that space. Of course, it depends on how well it goes. Human news, around 40% of China's GDP is currently under some form of government lockdown due to COVID, and many in the country are vocally pushing back on the government policy and implementation. One such policy is evicting people from their apartments so they can turn the complex into a temporary quarantine facility. Multiple videos have emerged of people angrily screaming at white uniformed authorities as they physically enforce the protocols. China initially got a good amount of positive press around how effectively they dealt with the first rounds of COVID, but this time people aren't so distracted and the cameras are recording and the rest of the world is watching. It's not a great look. New findings indicate that psilocybin frees up the brain and allows increased connections within the brain, resulting in improved mood for significant periods of time after usage. And early findings indicate, this has not been fully backed up yet, they, they were clear to point out, that psilocybin might be able to do in a few treatments what antidepressants do when taken daily. So that's exciting. Content ideas and analysis. A quick thought on Musk buying Twitter. That's a new essay I have over on the site. Got a link here in the newsletter. Disappearing tools. I voiced my concern on Twitter that the Project Discovery Recon security tools are so good that I'm worried about them disappearing from the internet. I have some contacts that say this won't ever happen, but I do still worry. It does make me thankful for open source, though, since many thousands of people have downloaded and forked these and similar tools. So that is a good thing. China's visible crackdowns. As a Westerner who enjoys the fruit of democracy, I am hopeful that economic crackdowns against tech companies in China, now combined with their callous enforcement of what they're calling zero COVID, will cause significant portions of freedom-leaning Chinese creatives to leave the country permanently. It's a difficult calculus in China. They believe they're doing the right thing for the country in both cases, but they do face the risk of having significant portions of their population wake up one day and choose imperfect freedom over an imperfect CCP. And I, for one, hope they do. Not so China can fail, but so they can move to a more healthy hybrid between what they have and what we have in the West. Notes, 
had another long in-person friend hangout with Clint Gibbler this weekend, and I'm really thankful that such things are becoming possible again, although COVID is rising again, so that's not good. Clint is a wonderful friend, and nobody should miss his TLDRSEC newsletter, tldrsec.com. I now have a functioning weather station in my backyard. Solar power does rain, temperature, humidity, and wind direction speed. I went with the Ambient Weather WS2902C, which was an affordable entry into the space. And if anyone is a weather nerd, let me know. I'm also getting back into radio, which today means SDR. And for that one, I went with the Flex Radio 6400, which was not an affordable entry into the space. I'm really looking forward to having a massive interface on my computer, seeing all the different frequencies and traffic and listening to it, and also pairing that with the SDR and the antenna that sits elsewhere, like not in the same room, and listening to all kinds of goodness from around the Bay Area. Also thinking about buying a console for it that's like a local monitor, but seems kind of excessive. No reason for that, really, when you have a great computer-based app. And Discovery. Jason Haddock says, relaunch his blog. If you're not subscribed, you are missing out on the best recon and OSINT content out there. It's jhaddocks.com. And Jason and Stuck were on Stuck's Bounty Thursday show. And this episode from Thursday was all about content discovery. It was a fantastic episode, which also featured another great security pro called Kug. And if you're into Bounty or Recon, you all have to check out this episode and the show in general, Bounty Thursdays. John Oliver did a segment on data brokers and surveillance capitalism. It was quite good. SEMGRAP rules for auditing smart contracts. Nuclear weapons are not as destructive as you think. That was a fascinating piece. A video on the over-engineering of Japanese mechanical pencils. Caution that this is not safe for work if you love pencils, pens, or writing utensils of any sort. How to write more clearly, think more clearly, and learn complex material. CNN Plus seems to be in serious trouble after its launch with only around 10,000 daily viewers. As a point of reference, that's about what my site gets. And I think they spent around $250 million to launch the site. So they have to be quite disappointed. Overheard in Silicon Valley, quote, Only Americans, dictators, and socialists talk about how America sucks. Everyone else talks either about how dominant it is, or how to move there. End quote. Actuarial life table. Watch people do the thing. Cert RSS. A list of RSS feeds for government certs. Shubs with some insightful comments on doing offensive code reviews. And the recommendation for the week. Add a biography to your reading list. They not only teach you a lot about an interesting person, but they also tend to give you a great history lesson in the process. I have two recommendations for you. One, The Mind at Play, How Claude Shannon Invented the Information Age. And two, The Man from the Future, A Visionary Life of John von Neumann. And the aphorism for the week? The more we live by our intellect, the less we understand the meaning of life. The more we live by our intellect, the less we understand the meaning of life. Tolstoy. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie, with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com newsletter. We'll see you next time.